Hey, welcome back. This is episode number three of um, Sprouts in the Drought. I have my little one with me. Yeah. 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 So you'll get a little uh, guest on the episode today. But um, today I wanted to talk about, well, first off, uh, welcome back if you're a returning listener and welcome if you're not. Um, I'm really grateful to to have your ears and attention. Um, And um, yeah, so today I just wanted to, ooh, finish that. Yep, finish that first. Go get your water and come back. Go get your water and come back. Yeah, go get your water and then come back. Go get your water. (laughs) Um, Bear with me, guys. Um, I really want to be consistently putting things out as I'm led to, so sometimes that'll look like uh, messy, right? But praise God. So yeah, today I'm just going back into greater depth, and I feel like, so I had an episode recorded, and then the Lord has just been kind of revealing even more to me about this um, process that I've been going through that started when I first moved out here and, um, really what it is. And I thought it was like greater depth of faith, which it is. But when the Lord spoke that to me, um, it was more about him inviting me into the greater depths of myself to show me what was really in there. And so like moving over here was a huge opportunity for that because lots of things were exposed. And so I wanted to just kind of talk about that. Come here, baby. Talk about that a little bit more and that process of um, Jesus taking me and showing me what I really had going on underneath. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so, something to know about me is um, I was adopted when I was almost five years old. And uh, before that, I had like lots of early childhood trauma neglect and sexual abuse um, that happened so by the time I was adopted there was just like a lot of wounding then imagine if you know anything about how that kind of uh, start to life can can shape you then um, it's probably no surprise to hear that I had addiction later on in my life so um, fast forward all the way to when we moved out here Uh, miraculously I was just addicted to smoking marijuana, which I believe is one of the lesser evils out there when it comes to addictions, even though all addictions are harmful and, um, deadly to some extent. Um, uh, so when we moved here, I was just still doing that. Like when my kid would go to, like, I'd put Luna to bed and then I would go outside and it was a battle for me. I hated doing it. I knew it was wrong, but I, needed to do it because I needed to like survive and I didn't realize what was going on. Um, but then like God took that like veil off my eyes and kind of showed me some hard truths, like which I mentioned in the previous episode of like, you know, how I've lived my whole life to people please. And then what he revealed to me recently was the underlying, um, spirit of rejection that was behind all of this stuff. And now I still have some of that to deal with. Well, the Lord does. He's going to deal with it with me. Um, But the spirit of rejection is very powerful. And it's pretty common. But basically, the Lord 
graciously and kindly removed my crutches. So he took away my smoking marijuana and like I just lost interest for it. I invited Jesus into that place with me and my, my desires changed. He gave me new desires. It was really miraculous and amazing. Maybe I can share a little bit more about that if anyone's interested. Um, because he set me free from that bad habit. And then until that was removed, um, I wasn't able to really move forward that much. Like, I, I think I was moving forward, but it made a huge difference when that was finally gone because then I was really left to see more things. Um, and so Jesus kept taking me into the depths of my own soul and to my own heart and uh, revealing my trauma that I was in denial of, um, all of this fear and anxiety I had about just being around people and living my life. And it was hard because the enemy was pushing back too. Like the Lord was shining the light on the critters per se, you know what I mean? So we all are, um, infiltrated by the kingdom of darkness. We all have a kingdom of darkness within ourselves that most of us operate from on a day to day. And then when we come to Christ, the Lord shines his light on those things. And then we begin to know the truth and the truth sets us free. So, um, then we become uh, children of God and we learn how to walk in the light as he is in the light. We, we learn how to be free and walk in freedom and walk in the power of Christ. And, and we learn to live by what God says is true about us and not what we've believed to have been true about us our whole life. So, you know, that's been the process for me lately and it's still happening. I mean, it's still going. But the the amount of work that the Lord has done in the last five years has just been so incredible. And so that's why I'm sharing today as well, you know, and through this podcast is like, I have, I want people to experience freedom the, for those who want it, because you have to want it. Um, you really have to want it. And so another thing that like this process for me introduced and thing I had to go through was vulnerability with others. Um, I just started kind of, I just said yes to Jesus, you know, I kept saying yes to him because I saw that why in the road of like, okay, I can keep living this way. The Lord would let me, he would let me do what I want. If I wanted to keep living my life, um, the way that I had been, then he would let me do that if that's what I wanted. But if I wanted him and I wanted life, then I would have to make a change and I would have to shift and move a different direction, which is what repentance really is, right? So once the Lord reveals sin to us, we become aware that we're responsible then to make a decision based on that knowledge. And then we um, can choose to walk by faith or um, feeling, kind of, you know, if you can look at it that way. And I really wanted Jesus. I really wanted the abundant life he talked about. I believed the word. Like, I had some head knowledge of it, but I just didn't have the head, the, the heart knowledge of it. Um, and so I just said yes to him. I started like going to small group and being vulnerable. And, and it's funny too, cause like I used to be able to hide it a little bit, but then as soon as I started walking with Jesus, I really couldn't hide it anymore. Like I was just kind of a mess. I was a mess for a long time and it was really hard to be messy, but I had some safe people and sometimes it, it didn't feel safe because like rejection wanted to keep whispering the same lies, you know? 
like, oh, no one understands me. I'm alone. Like, nobody gets it. No one understands exactly how I'm feeling. And, you know, the truth is that only Jesus really knows how we feel. Only he really knows you in the way that you want to be known and in the way that you want to be seen. People are will always fall short of that. But God does provide a place of safety, in a sense, through his people, by his spirit in them. And so I did experience that. And um, it was scary for me to enter into new relationships. Don't the other one? It was scary for me to enter into new relationships uh, and to just kind of trust God with the people he was putting in my life. Um, to like keep showing up even when I didn't want to or just to like reach out in my pits of darkness like there was so many times um, that I literally felt like there was an actual fog over my my mind and my brain like and now looking back I know what that was but it was so hard to think it was so hard to get out of bed I had like extreme despair and depression and I was so confused because I had this beautiful baby girl Luna and I had my husband that I loved and this nice you know house we were renting I was so grateful but at the same time I was so depressed and I was so in despair like I just didn't want to live but I wasn't suicidal I just didn't want to live I wanted to be with Jesus and I had no desire to live like nothing was enjoyable eating wasn't enjoyable every day was like I was like it was like I was stuck in a sand, uh, in sand. Like I was stuck like all over, you know, if, if, imagine if you like submerge something in sand and the sand is like wet, you know, and you can barely move. <laughs> That's how I felt. I felt like I could barely move. I could barely think. Miraculously, the Lord brought me through all that. But I just say that to let you guys know, to give you like a little bit of a picture of how difficult things were for me. Um, but at the same time, all throughout that, those really, really hard, hard times, the Lord was so faithful. And there was one time when I was in the worst of it, crying out to God. I was actually going through deliverance at home, like by my toilet, like I was coughing up things and I was, um, like crying these like really like deep, deep tears. It felt like death. Like I was, it felt like I was going to die. That's how bad the pain was that I was like. It was like coming up and out. And I just remember like crying out to God like, I need you to show up right now. Like I need a hug. I need you to hold me right now. Like I need this specific, you know, manifestation of your presence with me right now. And what happened? Nothing in that moment. <laughs> I felt like he had abandoned me and rejection sought, you know, sank in all over again. And so I just went to what I knew and I just was depressed. I wasn't smoking anymore at that point. So like, I didn't have anything else to turn to except depression and depression was like my friend, you know, it was where I went when I couldn't handle things. And so weird as it sounds, I was addicted to depression and despair, which I later found out are, um, relatives of rejection. They're just, you know, parasites of the spirit. And so I just remember being in a really low spot it's the next day I come home from something I don't even know maybe like a little walk for for Luna and um she's down for a nap and I just just 
get to laying down in my bed and then I hear something at the door and I'm like okay what's at the door who is it so my my idea is like okay if someone's breaking in which clearly there's somebody there someone's breaking in I'm just gonna startle them by like flinging the door open and so I do and sweet little Bonnie is just standing there and she's like oh you left the key in the door and I was like growled I pretty much growled at her <laughs> and I slammed the door in her face and I went and flopped down on my bed. My, my bed was like right behind the front door in my house. And so I had to shut the door to get to my bed, but I slammed it. Anyway, sweet Bonnie just continues to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And she comes in quietly and goes into my dining room and quietly just kneels on the floor and just prays to herself quietly. And I'm just thinking like, Ugh, I do not want to see anybody right now. Like I just was shut down and I was shut out and I didn't want to see anybody. But I was like, oh, I have to go talk to her. And so, <laughs> praise the Lord. So I go out and, you know, for me, I process things best with others. Like I have to have, I need somebody to kind of like hear the words that I'm saying for me to process them for myself as well. And so when she was there um, and she was just listening to me and all this stuff came out, I received a revelation from the Lord. It was really beautiful about suffering and the benefits of it as a believer. And I see it even more so now what the Lord was saying that um, when we process our pain and we're in that place where we're just facing it we're choosing to, you know, go through life without leaning on anything else but Jesus, which is the harder way. Um, it's not only for our freedom, but it's also to proclaim freedom for the captives ahead of us, um, as I'm doing now. You know, I don't know where any of you guys are necessarily, totally, in your own uh, journey with the Lord. But I have to believe that with the same comfort that I received from him, I am able to comfort you guys. And so in that moment when this sweet sister of mine showed up and the Lord was using her, he even told her that he wasn't going to leave me alone. And that in, in her presence in that moment was evidence for me that he heard me, he saw me, he was there and that he wasn't he didn't leave me alone. I wasn't alone. I wasn't rejected. I was seen and I was heard. And so that was a big pivotal point in my process. Um, very, um, paramount for me. And I share that to encourage you guys. Um, because it's really not easy. You know, we're told to encourage one another all the more as we see the day approaching because God is so good that he has to reveal the, our sin. We can't take our sin with us into his kingdom. Um, there, you know, there's lots of scriptures about that. And so what he does is he uses the things in our lives to clean house, basically. Like he doesn't send the calamity. He doesn't send the hardship. The hardship just happens in this fallen world. But what he promises is to use all things for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purposes. And he does that. Every difficulty in our life is an opportunity to know more about God and to have greater faith and to cling to his word and to be made new. When we come to Christ, old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And the word says become in this like 
it's a continual thing. Like we are becoming new. We are new. We are becoming new and we will be made new totally. And so, um, yeah, I just hope you all are encouraged wherever you find yourself today. Um, when the Lord shines his light on, it could be past trauma. It could be offense. It could be sin habits that you're stuck in that are keeping you stuck. You know, the, the father is so good and he's so caring and he's so loving and so kind that he knows exactly the right way to free us and he's so gentle with it too. And he wants us to experience life and life abundantly and we can have that in Christ. And I can tell you right now today that, yeah, I still struggle. Like, what was it, just Friday and Saturday, today's Sunday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday were really hard, hard days for me. And I had all those, those lies will come back and they'll try to get you to come into agreement with them again. But we have the victory in Christ. Jesus will always bring you back to life. If you continue to cry out to him, continue to put your trust in his unfailing love for you. He has given us his son and through him, his very great and precious promises. He will not withhold anything from us. He gave us Jesus already. So he'll graciously give us all things. Um, so be encouraged. Keep pressing into him no matter how hard and dark it gets. He's really close to the brokenhearted. He's near. And the devil flees when you draw near to God. Um, he'll continue to sanctify you and to purify you and uh, make you new and give you peace and joy. Like I have joy for my life. I have no longer bound by uh, despair. Despair still knocks on the door sometimes, but I know it. I can recognize it and I can take it captive. Um, and really that's the process that we're all in, right? Is understanding our hearts and the thoughts uh, that occur and taking every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ <clears throat> and to the knowledge of God. Yeah, you waving? <laughs> so yeah, hey, I have another song for you guys. Um, this song uh, correlates to what I was just sharing and I wrote it during that time I think like a year into having moved over here um, and so yeah I hope that it's relatable I hope that it's encouraging I hope that you're drawn to the father's arms by by listening to what I have shared and yeah I hope to hear wait how could I hear you I hope <laughs> that you continue listening and continue receiving <laughs> from the Lord and continue walking with him um, more and more day by day. You know, he's good. Okay, bye.
You are my father 